Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I love this time of year, and I used to really dislike this time of year. And if you're listening to this in real time, you know that this time of year is the, quote, holiday season. That is, gosh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, whatever you observe, that fall-winter time period. And there were a few reasons that I used to really dislike it, because I loved the holidays growing up. But as I got older, and I had this lifelong weight issue, I dreaded the family gatherings because I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want another season to have gone by where I didn't lose the weight. I dreaded the pictures and how I would look in the pictures. And because I was perpetually, all of the time, in this weight loss pursuit, I felt like I had no control. Like, how am I possibly going to make progress and stick to my goals with all of this food around. And I don't want to miss out on all of the holiday indulgences, but I also really want to lose weight. And I basically went into every holiday season like that. And it's interesting because now I'm going into this holiday season with a weight loss goal. I'm postpartum. Uh, the twins are a few months old and I, I want to lose the weight I gained in my pregnancies. But my perspective and my mindset and my approach has changed so much over the last several years. And I want to tell you why, because I know I'm not the only one who feels or has felt that discomfort that comes with holiday parties and the holiday season. The reality is that when we refer to this holiday season and we lump it together as this three-ish month period of time, the holidays are really just a few days, all right? And yet, we kind of refer to this whole problematic season from, say, mid-October through January 1st. And if we call it that, let's just, let's just really break this down for the sake of thinking about it differently. Because honestly, if we go into this period of the year thinking about it the way we've always thought about it, approaching it the way we've always approached it, like I'm going to do well, I'm not going to indulge, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. We're probably going to get what we've got in the past years, which for a lot of folks is not what you want to repeat. So let's as a mental exercise, let's just think about it differently for a minute. Let's think about it logically, which I know so many of us are not super logical, especially when it comes to the holidays and family and weight. 
but let's just do it for the sake of mental exercise. Let's say we're talking about October 16th to January 1st. That's 78 days. And let's be conservative and say that you only eat three times a day, which I think most people, if you add in a snack here or there, you're probably eating more like five times a day or more. But let's just call, let's just say you only eat three times a day. That's 234 total meals over those 78 days. And then let's say that we're going to count, I personally observe Christmas, so we'll count Christmas, we'll count Thanksgiving, and we'll count, we'll count Halloween in there too, even though when this records, when this goes out, it's already post-Halloween. Three, let's say you have three big holiday meals because your family has a big holiday meal on Halloween. Mine doesn't, but you know, maybe you do New Year's or something. Three big holiday meals. And let's say, because I know you're thinking, well, it's not just that. I have all of these holiday parties. I've got a kid's holiday party. I've got my side of the family. I've got another side of the family. I've got a work thing. Okay, let's call that 10. 10 parties plus your three holidays. And if you have 10 parties, you're way more social than I am. Because if I had to think about it, we did just do a kids Halloween party for Roman and an adult Halloween party. So that's two. Thanksgiving will only be one day, but then we've got my husband's birthday uh, the day after that. So let's call that four. All right. And then we'll call Christmas Eve and Christmas. And I'm counting things that are like special quote eating days where maybe there's a big family meal or a party or whatever. But let's say it's 13. And again, if it's 13 for you, you're a lot more social than me, but most people most people are a lot more social than me because I am pretty antisocial. But let's call it 13. 13 out of 234 meals that are parties or celebrations or that sort of thing. That's 5.5%. That's not the problem. That's not the problem. Eating your grandmother's pie and your mom's banana bread is not the problem. Your huge plate on Thanksgiving Day is not why you can't lose weight during the holiday season. Now, I'm not saying that gives you carte blanche to go crazy at any social event because it's only 5.5% of the time. But even if you did... It would not be a problem if you were consistent through the other 221 times that you put food in your mouth in that three-ish month period of time. And I used to really believe that it was those things that were the problem because I would focus on those things when the reality was the problem was that I was super inconsistent the rest of the time. (laughs) and I told myself this story that the rest of the time wasn't the problem. It was, you know, this family event and that family event and Christmas and New Year's and no, mm -mm, sorry. This is why I'm so passionate in talking about consistency. This is why the consistency course exists. And if you're not on the wait list for that, primalpotential.com forward slash the dash consistency dash course, or you can just go to primalpotential.com. You'll see it in the right hand. You better be on the wait list because I'm telling you, this is, if you are struggling with weight, for almost everyone I've ever worked with and for myself and my decades-long struggle with weight, the issue was consistency. 
And consistency is not perfection, right? It doesn't mean that the other 95% of the time we need to eat perfectly. No, we just need to do pretty well. That is the time you need to work on. I'm sure in the past I've done an episode on strategies for Thanksgiving at your aunt's house or Christmas with 40 people or the holiday party because, you know, we don't want to go in there and eat like we've never seen food before because that doesn't feel good. But at the end of the day, for results, we have to be logical enough to say those things, even if we have them once a week, once a week for three months, it's not the overeating and the overindulging or the drinking too much there that is the reason you have a weight issue. It's everything in between. It's that you're buying Halloween candy and you're snacking on it for weeks, right? It's indulging in things that you don't even love because they're there. I was, I told you, we took Roman to a kid's Halloween party. That was a first for us. I don't think we did anything like that last year. Maybe we did and I just don't remember. I don't think we did. And uh, there were all sorts of snacks and cookies and this, that, and the other thing and things that just aren't worth it to me. Like if I'm going to have dessert, I want it to be dessert that I really love and enjoy, not just having a grocery store frosted cookie because it happens to be there and I didn't have to pay for it. I mean, if I'm going to have it, I want it to be really delicious and worth it. But at the end of the day, even if I had the crappy grocery store frosted cookie because it was there and I didn't have to pay for it and I was just in that mode... That will never be the reason that I don't lose weight, right? The mindset of, oh, I'm going to make cinnamon rolls for breakfast because it's the holidays and I'm going to start on Monday. That's the problem. Not Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving or even the leftovers the day after Thanksgiving. It's all the rest of the time that we need to work on. That's where the return is. And honestly, it's one of the reasons I love routine. Let me tell you, I had a a call the other day with somebody who's in the consistency course. And when we started the call, I said to her, bring me up to speed. It had been a couple months since we had interacted over email and I had made some recommendations to her. And I said, kind of fill me in. How have things been going since then? And she told me, that she had backslid a little. She said, I had some health problems and so I just checked out and I gained some weight, but I'm feeling better now, so I'm back on track and in the last two weeks I've actually lost five pounds. And I said, I'm glad that you're not still in the checked out, disconnected mode. However, I don't want to just blindly celebrate that now you're back quote unquote, on and you're getting some results because what you're describing to me is the all or nothing pattern that you've had all along. What I wanted to help her with, what we spent the rest of our talk chatting about was what are some of the things that you can implement that you're going to stick with nutritionally, whether you're having a health challenge or you're not, whether you're on vacation or you're home. And that is the consistency piece that most people are missing, especially the people who are stressing out about the holidays. When the girls were born over three months early and life was just 
tossed up in the air. And for a little while, we were living in an apartment in the city, and then it was moldy, and we had to come back. And then I'm spending, you know, four to six hours a day in the car, plus time with the girls in the hospital, plus being a mom to row and working. There are pieces of consistency that are fixed no matter what is going on. And one of those things for me is breakfast. I don't do starch or sugar at breakfast. I just don't. You know, if whether we're going to a diner because we're in the city or I'm eating in the car because I'm driving to the hospital every morning, that is a pattern to me. That was the pattern when I, I was hospitalized for a week before they were born and I was ordering room service from the hospital cafeteria. It was eggs and bacon and they weren't good, but that was just a non-negotiable for me. And that's something that I carry through. Now, does that mean that on Christmas morning, uh, if my mom says, hey, I made this special, you know, I don't know, my mom would probably not ever make a special breakfast and it'd end up at my house. But I could say, I'm going to make some special pancake thing for Roman or whatever. Could I do that? Yeah, absolutely. But that's not the problem. That that rare exception is never going to be the issue because of the consistency the other 80 or 85 or 90% of the time. That's what we have to work on. Yes, I want you absolutely hands down to go into those parties or those holiday events and not leave feeling like, you know, you overate and you're feeling disgusting. I don't I don't want that for you, but for long-term results, that's not the reason you're not there, right? So I would challenge you to really work on what consistency means and those are the things that that you execute that you do whether it's winter or it's summer, whether it's the holiday season or it's not. Whether you're injured or you're sick or you're not. I was explaining to this client that I was talking to that um, because she had been dealing with a health issue, working on these things outside of the realm of movement is a great place to start because sometimes you she was in a place where she wasn't able to exercise. I had that situation, you know, in the week that I was in the hospital before the girls were born, but I had those nutritional pieces that basically remain unchanged. And for me, that tends to be breakfast and lunch. That's I'm super, super consistent there, no matter what is going on. Dinner can be variable, and sometimes I go in, in little spurts where I'm not totally winning dinner time, and that's what I that's the only thing I have to work on, right? That's what I have to work on when I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, I'm not making great choices right now. And that's so much easier than feeling like, I've got to battle cravings and temptation or my intentions versus my desires all damn day long. And then it took me longer to get to the place where dinner is pretty consistent. You know, if I'm going to do dessert, I'm not going to do starch with dinner. That buffers me from a lot of damage. I'm not going to get back to 350 pounds because of those things, even if I have a week or two period where dinner's not totally on point. Or even if I, over the period of three months, have 10 social uh, events where I indulge and I enjoy it and it's out of the realm of normal and it's more than I do at any other time of year. 
I've created a buffer for myself by having consistency in those other times. That is what people need to focus on. One of my keys for this is having some staples. It doesn't mean that I eat the same thing every single day because I don't, but I do go in phases where in those phases, I pretty much eat the same thing. So I've, I've shared this about what my routine is now, given that I'm up at four in the morning and I'm spending, you know, hours driving to the hospital and from the hospital and I can't eat in the girls' hospital room. Breakfast is always Greek yogurt with protein or a protein shake. Now, is that forever always? No. When the girls get home, eggs and bacon is probably going to be easier because Chris can do that for me and for him and for Roman and great. But then that will be the staple most of the time, say nine days out of 10 or even 10 days out of 10. Right now, my staple every day is Chipotle for lunch. It's on the way home from the hospital. I order it when I'm leaving the hospital. There's no starch. There's no sugar. It's convenient. It's aligned with my goals. I do that every single day. When the girls are home from the hospital, I'm not going to do that. But even the day where we go to the Halloween party, I have the same breakfast. I have the same lunch. If I were to drink a little bit at the party or have some pizza, not a big deal because the consistency in the things I do most often are there. With dinner, we treat it the same way. We have a few staples that we rotate between. I'm not cooking the same thing everything every night for dinner, though I would probably be okay with that. Roman and Chris probably wouldn't like it. But at this season, it's spaghetti squash topped with ground beef, tomatoes, and basil, or it's a beanless chili, or it's chicken thighs, or it's steak. And usually the veggie with chicken thighs or steak is broccoli. Sometimes Chris wants potatoes. I'm not a big potato fan. But that way, I don't have to freak out about, oh, we have this big party. Gosh, what am I going to eat? Do I have a plan going into it? I understand that that's the majority of the time, even if it's 5% of the time, even if it's 10% of the time. You know, we go out to eat fairly often. We go out to dinner once or twice a week. If I'm doing really well all the other times, I'm not that stressed about what happens at the restaurant dinner. This is what we need to work on the rest of the time. Again, I want to do that math for you. Let's say that we're talking about this period of time between October 16th and January 1st, 78 days. Let's say you only eat three times a day, and most of you are probably eating four or five times a day. And let's say you have 13 of these family gatherings or parties. That's five and a half percent of the time. What are you doing the other 94 and a half percent of the time? It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect there. I am far from perfect, but that is where the work is. That's why I'm so passionate about the consistency course. That's why it exists, because I understood from my own journey, but also working with clients for years, that I can teach the principles of hormonally supported fat loss, of getting beyond all or nothing thinking, but where people struggle, they know what to do. They do it sometimes. Where people struggle is getting consistent with it. Getting consistent with it. 
And after that, hey, if you want to focus on those 5% things and making better choices so you feel more in control, I want that for you, right? I know I go into those things. Um, we've got one coming up this weekend. I got an adult Halloween party, which I don't want to go to, but I'm doing it for Chris. I don't want to feel like crap the next day, right? I, Whether that's alcohol, which is easy for me to not overdo because I'm pumping, but sugar, I don't want to wake up the next day feeling gross, feeling puffy, feeling tired. I really dislike that. And I need all the energy I can get, so I don't want to do things that give me less energy. But also, I don't want to be that woman. I don't want to be the person who goes to an event or a party or a gathering and just eats like there's no tomorrow. I I don't want to represent myself that way. I don't want to set that example for my kids. I don't want to show them that. I want to eat what's worth it and enjoy it with no drama and craziness, no judgment, none of that crap. It's food. It's not crime. But I also, I want to be... I want to be selective. I want to have standards, you know? I want to reduce the swings. Think of it like a pendulum, right? I don't want my days to be far to the left of like super, super strict and rigid and locked down. And then if I'm at a party, it's way on the other side of anything goes, do what you want, start over tomorrow. I I want there to not be so much fluctuation. So I want to make changes such that there might be a little bit of movement when I'm at a party or I'm out to dinner and it it shifts a little bit, but it's not this wild swing of I'm on and I'm off and it looks different and it feels different. I don't, it's not who I want to be. It's not what makes me feel my best. It's not what I want to model for my kids. But what I really want you to think about is the 90% of the time. Or the 80% of the time if you're a crazy, crazy social person and this is happening a lot more often. You know, and sometimes people think, well, I go out to eat once a week. Okay, that's still, that's not one out of seven, right? Again, if you're eating three times a day and there's seven days in a week, that's 21. So you're talking one out of 20. You know, one out of 21. There's 20 other times that you can focus on. It's that's where it's at. That's what we have to work on. That is what consistency means and refers to. So if you are not yet on the wait list for the consistency course, go to the show description. The link is going to be in there, or you can just go directly to primalpotential.com. Up in the right-hand side, it's going to say the consistency course, or you can go to primalpotential.com forward slash the dash consistency dash course. That's how you get on the wait list because we're going to be opening it up um, just a few weeks from now to kick off the new year and really master this thing called consistency. Primalpotential.com forward slash the dash consistency dash course. That is how you get on the wait list because we're going to be opening it up in just a few weeks. And if you have questions about consistency, let me know because every single Saturday I answer your questions on the podcast and we can certainly dive into that. So let me know. Take care. Happy holidays. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. 
For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.